Okay, so I've, I didn't really have an intro. Something's just come to me, though. Okay. This one's not very good, but to be honest, I'd say some listeners are like, just fucking get to the point and start the episode, will you? <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago, in a summer camp far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, was that like... I did a knockoff Star Wars thing. <laughs> That's what that was? Never mind, because I've burped through a tuba, and this is the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. Welcome, everyone. Season 15, episode 20, The Way We Weren't. And first of all, over there, she was criticising my delivery of the Star Wars theme, and rightfully so, it's Heather Anderson. And over there, he knows what he did. <laughs> it's Alan Irwin. Yes, it is indeed. Okay, this is season 15, episode 20. We're near the end of a second season here, Heather. That's crazy. As ever, Heather, I have prepared a synopsis. Would you like to hear it? Please continue. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so, season 15, episode 20, The Way We Weren't. When Bart is sent to family court for stealing Homer's beer, a childhood tale is revealed as Homer and Marge talk about their childhood summer camp experiences. Each met a special person who they promptly fell in love with, but as the stories are recounted, it becomes clear that they may be more related than they think, and old wounds may still not have healed. Dun dun. That certainly does sound like the episode I watched, so good job. Well done. Good. What do you think? I didn't really like this episode. I quite liked it. I thought it was okay, but it was... I thought it was a bit more of a fillery episode. But then it's also, Mm. I guess, I really liked last week's episode, so it might just be like, oh, it wasn't that episode again. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it wasn't as silly. (laughs) I do love a bit of silly. I love a wee flashback episode, though. I can't deny that, you know. Okay, so will we get into it then? Will we see how we... what we think? Let's get into it. Okay, there's no chalk gag. I did enjoy the knife-throwing couch gag. Yeah, that was Homer fun. nearly gets killed because he's reaching for food. So we start off, Bart is in a deck chair watching Ralph and Milhouse do the gardening for him. And they're like, I don't understand this mm-hmm. game. Like, we're just doing things for you. And they're very annoyed. And Milhouse says to Ralph, he's like, later when we wash his bike, I'm not going to do a good job. And Ralph's like, I'm telling Mr. Bart. <laughs> I love Ralph so much. I know. I know, he's, he's great. He's some girls sweet, come right? along then. Bart's like, there's some girls, you need your cooties shots. And he hits them both in the arm. <laughs> Wellhouse goes, well, I hate this job, but I love the health plan. <laughs> it's Sherry and Terry, who you don't see much of these days. I'm kind of glad. I don't like them very much. They're disturbing. Come play with us, Bart. They're very anemic looking. And like, no, yeah. no shade, no shame, but fucking eat some fucking iron. You silly bitches. Basically, they introduce them to their cousin, who's like an attractive little girl, apparently. Bart is like, oh, I wouldn't mind pushing her down in the mud. I'm glad that you put it apparently on the end of that Okay, I'm not saying... Obviously, I'm not saying that. I'm saying they fancy her. I know, but I'm just saying I'm glad that you put it apparently on the end of it. Don't even imply that there was ever any doubt. Well, the implication is now there. Thanks. Now everybody thinks I'm a pedo. Typical. You ruined my life and I just have to carry on with the episode like nothing happened. Thanks a bunch. That's this week's clip anyway. That's... uh, God's sake, I'm going to have to move. You've got to let everyone know as well. Like... The thing is, I've powered the edit and what I know about myself is I'll still leave this in. Why? Because you're a good sport. Yes, that's, that's yeah, I'll never, never to regret that. So they steal one of Homer's beers, and now it's quite nice the way they dispose of it. They pour it out of the treehouse directly into Homer's mouth, and Homer's like, Homer drunk? But how? So they're playing spin the bottle. Milhouse is going first, he spins the bottle, and it lands on the cousin. Mm-hmm. Please land on a girl, please land on a girl. 
He's like, I hope you like the taste of ringworm medicine. Uh, oh, he really doesn't do himself any favours, like, does he? He goes to kiss her and she moves and he instead kisses Homer, who is climbing up the tree. And then Homer's like, ugh, I kissed that sad, weird kid. I mean, I've heard that a lot in my life, so triggered. <laughs> Stop kissing sad, weird kids then. Um, <laughs> See how you you did the old switcheroo on me? Oh, <laughs> you devilish boy! That's Millhouse's <laughs> first kiss. Do you remember your first kiss? Yes, it was not very good, very wet. Well, it wouldn't be, would it? Just lucky you find your mouth really at that stage, you know. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine was. I, I seem to remember I wasn't very good. <laughs> so maybe, maybe the man is the problem. But men are usually the problem. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, I, I didn't. Dis- I'm not going to disagree. So. Homer is very angry because they, he doesn't realise that he's drank his beer. He's like... Yeah, that was a thing. He was like, you... I nev- You never had the chance to become my urine. Yeah. You drank the beer, baby. Yeah. You woke up drunk. <laughs> I know. After one bottle of beer as well, he grabs Bart by the throat and drags him out of the treehouse and carries him by the throat down the ground. And Marge is like, I no, mean, we'll do like a court case, like family court, to figure out the punishment. What the hell is family court? <laughs> So, Lisa's the judge. The jurors are Marge, Snowball 2, and Santa's little helper. Bart's on the stand and Homer's the prosecutor. And uh, it's not really going anywhere. Like, it's, it's, I did enjoy the pets as jurors. I thought that was fun. Yeah, but really, how useful are they going to be in a court of law, you know? That's true. Bart is like, look, Dad, when you were 10, I'm sure you were out, like, causing mayhem, kissing girls, you know, all sorts of things. And Marge says, oh, no, your dad wasn't kissing girls. I was his first kiss, and that was in high school. And then Homer reveals that he actually kissed somebody else. He was a big schlag. Big schlag. He kissed someone before he met his wife. Or did he? Well, exactly. So, no, I did enjoy this line where he's like, I'll tell you all the story about it. It was back when I was 10. It was the 60s or 50s or maybe the early 70s. Maybe the early 70s. <laughs> I also love the whole um, whenever Homer's like, I hadn't k- k- kissed any boy or kissed any girls. And then Bart's like, I've kissed three girls. And he's like, oh, I'm lame. <laughs> so we cut to Grandpa dropping Homer off at a camp for poor kids. He's like, wow, you pretended we were poor so I could go to this camp? And Grandpa's like, yes, pretended. <laughs> pretended. Leaves him. So he meets, first of all, his his camp counsellors, or his camp bunkmates are uh, Lenny and Carl. And like, like Homer calls Carl a Negro, which is like, it's so... Yes. Now, oh. I know that that is not offensive in the way that the N-word, like people will say that when quoting yeah. something. But like, well, I mean, oh God. And he's like, I we actually we prefer black. And he's like, Wow. <laughs> and they introduce his camp counselor who is Mo with Zitz, and he's been abandoned by his parents. He's not actually a counselor, his parents just haven't come to get him for two years. Bless him. He he lives a sad, sad little life. Like he was on the little rascals and look at him now. I was the ugly kid. Full of zits. Full of zits. Do you think Homer's childhood voice is very cute? I think it is. There's a I goofiness do, yeah. to it that I, I enjoy. Agree. You know, he's like, <laughs> So basically, they have, a, they have to just do a lot of work. They're taken to the girls' camp, but only to wash up dishes. They're like, you have to earn your keep. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, we have no heating, no electric, and we catch we our own we breakfast. We don't have any water. And then Mo's <laughs> like, yeah, but 12 kids died at this camp. We need the money for lawsuits. They're in cleaning. They're in the kitchen, like, cleaning up after the girls' dinner. The girls are putting their trays through, like, a little uh, flap. A retainer comes down, and you hear one go, oh, no, my retainer. It's broken. <laughs> Homer goes, ooh, la, la, a girl with teeth. Me like. 
So he, I've always said that I love people with teeth. Me too. Yeah, big fan of teeth. I have to say, Homer's a real wee charmer where he's, he tells this girl through the flap that like this has been the best bit of his whole summer. And she's like, why? And he goes, because I got to talk to you, which I thought was really nice. That is sweet. So he speaks to the girl. They arrange to go on a date. So we get to see a wee bit of that from Homer's perspective. I did enjoy uh, Lenny and Carl in the in the bunkhouse with Homer, where Lenny is essentially me as a teenager when he says, "Tell us more about the flaps." Uh, <laughs> Fuck's sake, that's funny. On his way to the date, Homer's like, "Okay, well, I he looks, he's like, how am I going to get to the date?" And he looks across the lake and he looks at a, a, a little boat and he goes, "Hmm, I guess it's Roe versus Wade, and it's my right to choose." <laughs> Yes, <laughs> That's very great funny. joke. But then along comes the sea captain and Homer's like, in a boat, and Homer's like, "Who are you?" And he goes, "The sailing instructor." And on movie night, I run the projector. Only PG, Darr. nothing R. And he just goes, "Nothing R." <laughs> so, so Homer's like, "Yes." Yeah, so that, this other girl, you know, that I saw, and Marge's like, "Homer, I was that girl, and you broke my heart." And everyone's like, dun, dun, dun. "Oh my god!" And so you broke my heart. <laughs> oh my god and she's uh, still not over it devastating of course he did still not over it though I know really so Marge, like Artie's have felt you up against your will like come on like sweat, you know deg- there's yeah, degrees here that's... Marge Homer then goes uh, permission your honour for a recess it's like oh yes granted and he goes woo recess and this is my favourite moment where he just runs out onto the swing and he's giddy on the, the swing, swing. <laughs> So fucking funny. I love a swing. He's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. like he's just having the time of his life. So we then get to see the same story from Marge's perspective. She's at like an it's like an etiquette kind of camp where they're teaching everybody to walk like Jackie O, yep. and like she's got this weird, etiquette awful walk. And allocation. I used to walk like this all the time until my tendon snapped. I like that Helen Lovejoy still had grey hair as a child. I know it's what she. Well, yeah. That's all the hate. All the gossip. All the gossip. Oh my. So, also, there's like, who else is there? Cookie Kwan is there. What do you call her? Luann Van Houten. Yes, and Patty and Selma. Marge remembers that whenever she got a retainer back, she asked Homer his name. And she's like, and then the other girl's like, I bet he has a lame name, like Homer. And Homer goes, No, Homer's not my name. My name is Elvis. Elvis Jagger. Elvis Jagger Abdul Jabbar. An excellent, excellent, excellent name. name. We then see how Marge ended up with the dark hair. And what it is, she she doesn't know what to do with the hair and they tell her to iron it. Because I suppose this was pre-straighteners, was it? Would be, yeah. yeah. So she irons it and it turns it dark yeah. and flat. So, well, I guess we're going brunette tonight because she burns her fucking hair. We're going brunette. And then Cookie Kwan is raging. She's like, oh no, one day as a brunette. How hard for you? Stupid girl. And then she's, she's reading that book that's how to lose your accent yeah. in 30 years. <laughs> Bart is annoyed then he's like oh he's like we've heard the story from two perspectives now who's next the sea captain and then it cuts to the sea captain in a side chair and he goes no no I'd bis be on me way I'll just take some Teddy Grahams for the road <laughs> and Teddy Grahams are like those animal biscuits we get yeah I do really like him as a character I think he's he very funny he is very funny here's a question I have for you Marge says the next part of the story is a little WB what's WB? oh let's have a look shall mm. we mmm Oh, apparently it means just Warner Bros. Does she think of Warner Bros. as being, like, saucy? I think so. Odd. Yeah, it's literally just... So odd. I can't find anything else. So, one thing we left out, Homer Homer has a pen knife, <laughs> and he accidentally puts it in his eye, so he's wearing an eye patch. Mm. Like, um, Emilio Largo and oh, Thunderball. I don't like that at all. 
so you're right but Marge likes it she thinks it makes him look exciting and they have like a cute wee child date where they're like you know he thinks he's got the coolest move ever where he yawns and puts his arm around her and then they have a bit well she's like yeah. he thinks she's she thinks he's yawning because she's boring so she starts listing all the musicians she likes and she has the worst fucking musical taste ever like I mean she likes she the monkeys does. and they don't even write their own songs no <laughs> I've just written here, good lord, they shift the life out of each other. Good lord, what is happening in there? Like, they really go tongue for tongue. Like, Oh, don't they say bo- that at all. That's they both have, like, a fantasy world, you know, where it's playing um, so happy together. And during it, right, Homer kills, is that the Kool-Aid man? Is that what he is? The guy, you know, the guy goes, oh yeah, yeah. And comes through your wall. Homer kills him by drinking him all. <laughs> man who goes oh yeah and comes through he your does wall. so doesn't he I think I dated him once <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> so Marge is like oh this has been lovely will I see you tomorrow and Homer says absolutely or my name isn't whatever I told you it was but Marge reveals that he never came back and she was broken hearted and then <laughs> Lisa's like how could you dad and he goes and then Milhouse is there and he goes because he's the kind who kisses and leaves you and then, weirdly, <laughs> after the break, they've got Millhouse happily eating ice cream to calm him down. Why? That's what I want in life. Just some happy ice cream. Homer then tells his side of the story, where he gives Marge a stone that he found that he was going to use as a nerd smasher that he really likes. He hands it to Marge. Marge's like, oh, it looks like a heart. And he goes, it does. Give me that back. <laughs> and then, but he, he ends up letting her keep it. So... He's very happy after their date and agrees to meet her the next night. Absolutely. But then he falls off a cliff. He actually falls very similar to the way he falls off the canyon whenever he's trying to skateboard over it. Yes, doesn't he? And then his eye patch catches. Again, something that's happened to me. What? Fell off a canyon? No, but I might if I try to skateboard over one. Birdie, stay on the skateboard. Don't fit over a canyon. I can stay on it just fine. Just not whenever I'm trying to do ramp turns. Oh, you're so annoyed. Well, Smith's going to come in and hit me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Keep that skateboard out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> Keep my skates out of your fucking mouth. So, God, it's never gone away. So, Homer ends up washing up at Fat Camp. And because he's a rotund fella, they don't yeah, he's believe a husky that lad. he's not there. Husky lad. He's, he's a, what do you call him? Boy, boy bosoms? Yeah, um, boy and he bosoms went, nobody ever escapes Which, Fat Camp. He actually does have quite a good rack whenever he has the baton underneath he does, it, yeah. you know? Nobody yes. ever escapes yeah. Fat Camp because the only way out is up a gentle slope. I will say comic book guy looks weird as a child. Doesn't he? So weird. I'm weird. No beard. Don't like it. Who's there as well? Wiggum mm-hmm. and Quimby? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's Wiggum and Barney, is it not? Oh, is it Barney? Do you know what this, that episode does prove, though? Things like that don't work. Every one of those people is, if anything, heavier than they were before Fat Camp. It's not a healthy way mm-hmm. to get people to lose weight if they want to do it. Yeah. It's absolutely we're a body positive podcast here. culture king. Also, dinner in Fat Camp is a skinless chicken breast. Disgusting. And it's basically because Homer's trapped in Fat Camp, he can't get to see Marge and nobody believes he has a date. She goes and waits for him all night and he's not there. She's carved their names into a tree. So much so that she whittles. The whole tree collapses. She whittles into fucking sawdust like. Calm down. The next morning, she tries to ring the boys' camp, and she will answer. And she's like, "I'm looking for Elvis Jagger Abdul Jafar," and he gets really annoyed. He's like, "You know, mm-hmm. like classic Mo," and then he puts the phone down, and goes, "And that's the origin of that." 
Get it? The origin of his crank calls. Yeah. Patty and Selma try to talk Marge out of uh, Cena Man. She's like, we know everything about men except what they look like below the waist, so they don't know what a dick but looks like. But I have like. a theory based on what I saw on a Ken doll or on a G.I. <laughs> Joe. G.I. Joe. So Homer finally escapes Fat Camp uh, when the gates are open for delivery. I mean, he goes to the girls' camp, but Patty and Selma are there. And he's like, but I kissed that girl who went so big deal. And one of them shifts Homer. Which one was it? Oh, I don't know. I can't tell a difference, to be honest. It's the colour of the earrings. the same in my book. But, like, I don't think it was nice because she really upset him. Like, he yeah, didn't like want to be kissed by him. Yeah. Marge reveals basically that. Even though, right, she understands the story now and Homer's like, well, that's what all's dealt with. And she's like, no, no, like, the issue really is that I was so upset about this for so long that I can't just forget about it like that. I, ha- You know, it's going to take a while for my emotions mm-hmm. kind of... Which, to be fair, that's a very mature way, you know, mature to admit that and be like, look, I'm not saying it's okay that I'm still annoyed, but I'm going to have to take a little bit of time yeah, to not it's be a me annoyed problem. anymore. Yeah, they start to argue, but Lisa's like, we're going to go to bed. And Bart's like, what are you doing? If they argue in front of us, we might get new bikes. And then Homer and Mars talk about it, and Homer's like, okay, fine, I'll give you some time. What about now? And she's like, Homer, no. And he's like, what about now? And he's like, in the bin, what about now? And then they're in bed. And he's a great line where he goes, what about now? And she's like, no, Homer. And he goes, I don't know why you're so, so annoyed. I've done way worse things since then. That gun I hid from you. That time I sued the church. Ruining Lisa's wedding in the future. Remember, Remember that? Remember that? <laughs> she's like, you just, you know, I thought about you every day. And you just forgot about me. He's like, that's not true. I thought about that girl every day until I met you. And to prove it, he gets out his memory box. And in it, mm-hmm. he's got, first of all, he's got, <laughs> I think they're implying that Homer's pen pal was Osama yeah, Bin Laden. That was really out of pocket. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you soon, Osama. Whenever we actually, I forgot to mention this. Whenever Marge was upset about being abandoned in the camp, she smashed the rock that Homer gave her, and he still has Mm -hmm. half of it. And then it turns out she, in her drawer, has the other half of it. Is that not really weird that she had that half in in her bedside table in the home that she shares with her husband? Yeah, what I find weird was he said that he hasn't opened the box in thirty years. Yeah, that's she just has that there. Like, no wonder you're not over it, you fucking weirdo. (laughs) Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a sweet ending in a way, but yeah, not really. Yeah, but it's one of those ones I was like, it is sweet, but then I was also like, wait a minute here. So you're telling me you're still heartbroken over some fucking bozo you met at etiquette camp when you were a child and you've been carrying that through all your fucking marriage? Marjorie, come on. You know <laughs> what? therapy, you mad bitch. You didn't bitch. say anything that wasn't true, so I'm going to have to go with you on that. I, um, I, It is a sweet ending in a way, but something odd about it. Okay, so the episode ends there. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Uh, I still think it, it was like one of those ones where I was like, oh, it was a nice episode, but it's it's just, it's weird. I like it less the after talking about it, which is unusual. Me. Usually you'd like episodes mm-hmm. a bit more. So I'm, I'm actually going to downgrade my score, but. And I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know how I'm going to score it because I feel like what I'm thinking of is maybe harsh because it's not a bad episode. I just didn't like it, you know? Then I am going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a two and a half. Right. Well, I'm going to say three. I had three and a half, but I'm going to say three. So that is two and a half and three is five and a half out of ten. So that's disappointing. That's after last week. It's disappointing. But also it's one of those. This is one of those episodes where if anyone actually does. If anyone listens to this godforsaken podcast, let me know if you liked it. Because I want to hear other opinions. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. 
Not that I don't value yours. No, I know it's what just, you mean. You know. I know what you mean. And also someone who is just watching it to enjoy the episode while we're watching it, like taking notes. It's a very different vibe, you know, yeah. 100%. So that's five and a half out of ten. So I yeah. probably wouldn't really bother with it then. Really not a vibe. Yeah, it's it's very much like a put it on in the background. Yeah. It's Again, if you're, if you're binge watching it, don't yeah. skip it. But don't be going out of your way to watch it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's not not bad, not great. That will do it for season 15, episode 20, which means we've only got two episodes left of the entire season, Heather. Would you like to hear a little bit about season 15, episode 21? 21, always. Okay. Tell season 15, more. episode 21, Bart Mangled Banner. The Simpsons are thrown in prison for high treason after Bart accidentally moons the American flag. Their only hope is an old man with an escape plan. This feels very of its time. That's not fucking bonkers. Hopefully bonkers in a good way, like Simple Simpson, you know? Yeah. Time will tell. So, okay, that's going to do it for this week's episode, which is season 15, episode 20, The Way We Weren't. Now, Heather, if people want to get in touch with the podcast, how could they do it? They could hit us up on the World Wide Web at our socials. We've got Instagram at Stupid Sexy Podcast. And we have Twitter at Stupid Sexy Pod. We've also got a little little email if you want to slip and slide into the little inbox of your old pals, Alan and Heather. Send, send us the reviews of this episode. We want to know. Please. Oh, <laughs> I'm begging you. <laughs> I want your opinions. Am I forgetting anything? Uh, you're forgetting how they can support the show. So, for example, they could review us on their podcast platform of choice. Especially for Spotify, which you know a lot of you use. And uh, they've recently added ratings. So, please, give us a rating there. Give us a little star. Share us on your socials. Or five. Share us on your socials if you think people would be interested. And especially if you have a friend who maybe is looking for a new podcast like The Simpsons or you know any combination of the above, send them our way. Because it's word of mouth... It's what's for dinner. That's really it for this week. We'll obviously be back next week, as we always are, for season 15, episode 21. But this has been season 15, episode 20, The Way We Weren't. I've been Alan Irwin. I've been Heather Anderson. Don't kiss and tell, you little snitches. Don't smooch and And despite what you heard earlier in the episode... Don't kiss and tell. Don't snog and and go the whole hog. And despite what... what, listen to me. And Don't despite let what, Alice talk. <laughs> despite what Heather said <laughs> earlier in the episode, just to close, I am not a pedophile. <laughs> Honestly, Sam, we should be friends. <laughs> <laughs>